Welcome to the See You Next Summer podcast. I'm Raul Rodriguez. You can, you maybe you know me to be in the number one fan of Screen Junkies from a few years ago, but I don't think that is canon because of one ugly person. And I have my co-host, one of my best friends, one of the best Zack Snyder fans, Mr. Billy Polyham. Hey, buddy, what's up? Yeah, I'm Billy Pollahan. Um, I'm often on the Twitter sphere. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, Screen Junkies and the Schmodown and all all those things. Uh, it, it's kind of amazing how well everything connects. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, no. And meeting um, through conventions. We we yeah, met we, we finally actually, we, last year. Yeah, we actually met through Screen Junkies, and mm -hmm. um, yeah, we ended up becoming really good friends because of it, and yeah, now we decided to start a podcast together. Maybe somebody mm -hmm. will listen, maybe they won't. Mm -hmm. I really don't care, mostly just because I get to talk, it's, it's an excuse for me to talk with my friend. Mm -hmm. Not the most articulate person either, so just fair warning. Yeah, and also like for me, I miss podcasting because before I used to do my another podcast with my friend Troy Loxton, and I used this pod the podcast for me to exercise my English a little better. Also, because well, here in LA, there's a lot of people that speak Spanish, so I like to at least exercise my English a little more. That's also sorry if a lot of people don't understand my thick accent. It will get better with the years. Don't worry, if, if you don't understand it, I probably won't understand it. And I'll probably ask him. So, yeah. Um, and we're going to anyway, try to make Billy to learn more Spanish also. That's going to be one of yeah. the goals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Got to impress the ladies. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. awesome Spanish. Yeah. Also, just to talk about what is the meaning of our name of the See You Next, See you next Summer podcast. As I'm one of the, I'm a big fan of Gravity Falls. Thank you to my friend Randall. And also because I made Billy, I bet him for years to watch Gravity Falls and then he loved it also. That's also not a big spoiler, but at the end of the show, um, Dipper gets a note saying, see you next summer. It closes the whole, the whole show, but also gives you a little hope that summer is always magical. Especially if we have to give you some magic and some happiness, especially of the troubled times that we're living right now. And because we're, you're going to hear two millennials, us out of so many millennials doing podcasts right now just to kill time because of coronavirus. But today we're going to talk about what everybody's talking about right now, Hamilton, the famous musical. The musical that... Impacted the world like five years ago, right, Billy? I think so. Yeah, 2015. That's mm -hmm. right. Like so many people talk about this and our Lord, our overlord and savior, I always forget his name, Bill Eichner? Bill Eisner? <laughs> the one that's controlling you mean, you mean You mean Bob Iger? Thank he's you, not, Bob Iger. <laughs> he, he, he's, he's not the CEO anymore. It's another Bob. Okay, I get, but uh, I get yeah, confused. no. For a long time, it was Bob Iger. I thought you were gonna say Michael Eisner. I'm like Michael Eisner has been the like CEO of Disney names. for over a decade. I think I mixed both names. <laughs> yeah, I got my trio mixed up. So 
Bob Iger bought a recording of of the show and debuted it on Disney Plus. It was gonna be debuted on 2021, and we saw it. So also we're gonna talk about Hamilton. We're gonna talk at the end about the movie still of C. Martin the Jerk in honor because I'm forgetting the name and I feel really crappy. What was the name of the director? Carl Reiner. Carl Reiner. Thank you. How dare you. I know, sorry. Hey, I I don't know all of the trivia. Yeah, neither do I. (laughs) So, we're human. We can make mistakes. We're not... I'm I'm still probably better than Brandon Hanna, though. I'm I'm calling you out, Hitman, or Hotman, whatever the the fuck you want to call yourself. You can call yourself whatever you want. I can still probably beat you at trivia. I'm calling you out. Uh, yeah, I'm better than we, Brandon. We, we, also. We, we, we can edit this out. Our brain is probably just going to like DM me and just go like, what the fuck, dude? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. Brandon's it's fun. Cool. But Brandon is doing pretty well. So his match against the, I forgot that guy from Color Life, the one with the beard. Fuck. Forgetting his name. There's a, there's a lot of guys with beards. On no, Collider but Life. the you recent one. No, the other one, uh, Sue Selberg, forgot his name. Yeah, but I know you're talking about. I'm just going to make you squirm. I know. You're doing it on purpose. But that guy, but Brandon won and he did pretty well. Yeah, anyway, let's go back to um, our main topic for today. Our main topic is Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. You might get some bad singing as well. We're just figuring this shit out as we go mm-hmm. along. And I yeah. also have a dirty mouth. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is not a children's I will, podcast. I, 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 will, I will. I can edit it for children if children listen eventually. But if anybody listens really right now. Um, mm-hmm. No, I, I, I got a dirty mouth. And uh I'm not afraid to admit that. Mine is dirtier. <laughs> yeah, but for other reasons. Mm. <laughs> We're not gonna allude to that. Okay, let's go oh, back we, to we Hamilton. I know. Okay, let's go back to Hamilton. So, for me, I only knew about uh, my shot, that song. When I listened to it like four years ago, my ex-girlfriend was up. Is she is still a huge fan of the of the musical? Uh, for me, I didn't get it at first. The songs, but I really like my shot. I only learned. I only heard my shot and the sister song. The first, uh, the first, uh, the first one that the sisters have. Like I think it's helpless. No, it's the Skyler sisters. That one. Angelica, mm-hmm. Peggy, Eliza, work, work, work. Yeah. So I only heard, listened to those two songs, and I saw like ten minutes of the musical, and that's it. But now, I I get it. It's a really good musical, but the middle, it bored me a little before the intermission, but then it grabbed me back when Dave Diggs was uh, Thomas Jefferson. I fucking love, crap, I forgot about his name, Jonathan Groff as the king. You're gonna love me, you're gonna miss me. That was really fucking cool. I'm really sorry for any Hamilton fans if we butcher the uh, the music. We're not Broadway performers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just two guys. And uh, yeah, I'll actually talk about my experience with Hamilton. Yeah, tell so you about your experience. My best, my best friend in college is just like, hey, have you heard of this musical, uh, Hamilton? And 
it's it's a hip hop musical based on the first treasury treasury secretary of the United States, Alexander Hamilton. I thought that was the most ridiculous thing in the world. But then he played me some of the music, mm-hmm. and then I was just like, oh, okay, there's there's a little something different about this. And then, uh, yeah, he knew all the lyrics. I didn't. So I dedicated myself to learning majority of the show. I, I learned all of Act One. I can I can recite Ooh. it right now from beginning to end. But nice. um, yeah, no, it, it turned out to be, I spent years trying to get tickets because infamously it was hard to get tickets, especially in New York where they're mm-hmm. so expensive. <laughs> and um, yeah, no, it finally came to, um, I, I luckily live in a major city mm-hmm. and um, we have a pretty good theater program there. So Hamilton came and I, I was just like, mom, mom, can I get tickets? I want to take you to see Hamilton. Trust me. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. We ended up going. Oh, and so you it got was, to see it live? Yeah, I got to see it live. It was none nice. of the original cast. They had all moved on by then. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was the, I think it was the second U.S. tour. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it didn't matter. It was still like, I was in the room where it happened and that's awesome yeah i always it's it's become one of my favorite musicals ever since thank you bo just a shout out to to my <laughs> friend bo not not my bo because i don't have a bo yeah also like um a shout out to now i get it after five years to my best friend slash his girlfriend uh, susay susana now i get it it's a really good musical i have to listen a little more to learn the lyrics as you can notice but I really like it. Like uh, I have some notes of like my favorite quotes. Like uh, one of the first quotes that I really like is Burr saying, talk less, smile more. And I noticed that they went back to that phrase a lot during the musical. I really like, um, like I said, the sisters number, the first, uh, the introduction of the sisters. Uh, Jonathan Graff spitting and owning it. The way that he's yeah, like he, screaming. He, he spits a lot. <laughs> also, um, what you're talking about, like, talk less, smile more. There's a ton of, like, stuff in the musical. That's what the best musicals do. It's just a repeating melody. Mm-hmm. And they just use it in different scenarios. Like, for example, talk less, smile more. In the beginning, he's saying that for Alexander to talk less, smile more, because Hamilton has a motor mouth. Mm-hmm. But later on, towards the end of the play, when Burr is running for president, mm-hmm. he is smiling but uh, he also mentions he's just like, yeah, it's really excruciating. So he want, he should have probably smile less and talk more. So it's yeah. it's genius stuff that Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, created. Lin-Manuel Miranda was the guy that he wrote this. He helped adapt the story. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote the music and lyrics. Um, if I, for, I forget his partner, but um, uh, I think it's Al- funny enough. The guy's name is Alex, I believe. Ooh, and cool. um, no, he's really good. Everybody is just phenomenal. Leslie Odom Jr. as Burr, he deserved that Tony Award. Like, I never realized it because, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't see Leslie Odom Jr. in yeah. Broadway. But uh, when you see his performance here, like, this, he they all knew that they were being filmed. So mm-hmm. they got to act like, you know, 
as actors. And they got to do stuff with their faces that most audience members would not see because there's just so many people in the crowd mm -hmm. that it doesn't matter. Because in Broadway, you got to project yourself. You got to mm -hmm. be more um, elaborate because you got to you got to get the people in the back to hear you. Yeah, but, um, and also about the emotions. What? Like, also we're gonna talk spoilers, but when the Hamilton sons die. The way you can, I was like, damn, even the crying of, uh, of Eliza, I was like, you can feel it. And I'm like, you, these actors have to go, I don't know, maybe how was the schedule, maybe like three or four times a week to doing those performances and going back to the role every single day and having prepared, like, those tears were real. I, I feel that they were real when Eliza was crying over, over their children's body. That kid from In the Heights. That movie is going to come out next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're, you're talking about Philip Schuyler, who is Anthony Ramos, who oh. also played his friend John Lawrence. A lot of, I, I love the, um, a lot of actors play dual roles. Mm -hmm. You know, like they play Dave two Diggs. roles. Yeah, like David Diggs. Um, it's Lafayette I, I and name, Jefferson. But, yeah, and like in the play, they're like, we fought with him. They fought with him, like in the revolution, but they mm -hmm. also fought against him as yeah. you know jefferson and madison like um when it came to figuring out how to run the country mm -hmm. and it, it's again it's stuff like that that's just great christopher jackson as washington he's probably got the best voice out of all of them him and renee lee goldberry as angelica schuyler mm -hmm. um i think they probably have the best voices yes although eliza eliza schuyler um philippa sue is also just great one of the my biggest problem mm -hmm. with Hamilton, I want to say one more thing, yeah, is that Lin-Manuel Miranda is, um, he's not bad, but compared to everybody else, he is the weakest link. And, but he knows this, and mm -hmm. he does stuff to accommodate that. Like like when, um, when It's Quiet Uptown plays, like mm -hmm. the amount of emotion that he puts into that, I've, I felt that. I was like, that, that was real. I I was bawling so bad. <laughs> yeah, like um, that thing. I didn't. I like Lin-Manuel Miranda's performance, but I can see the way that the show he wrote it because I noticed that everybody had their moments. Dave this had his moment. The sisters had their moment. The third sister, she never had her moment, but she had her moment as the the other woman at the second act. Like I noticed that every performer had a had a moment, and I can see why he looked a little weaker, but he's still the protagonist. The story revolves around him, and so like for example, the thing that you said about Angelica, one of my favorite uh, performances is the way that they rewind rewind time and you see the whole set going back and forth as Angelica. Oh, satisfied. Insatisfied. Yeah, yeah, I was that, gonna that say was, that was so cool to see live. Just all the choreography, which we have not mentioned at all. The choreography, mm -hmm. really, really good. Yes. And just the set pieces, also really good. The wardrobe. Everything mm -hmm. about this is just what you want in a Broadway show. Everybody has seen it by now. Mm -hmm. It's a global phenomenon. There is, it is, uh, to quote or paraphrase Lin-Manuel Miranda, it is not an accident that these stars went on to do great work. I see mm -hmm. Dobby Diggs and um, 
Leslie Odom Jr. and a lot of stuff. I see Lin Manuel Miranda. He is busy as, like, he's crazy busy. That kid from the Heights. Yeah, Christopher Jackson. I see mm-hmm. them all. I see them all like they're doing really good work. Also, and the they sisters. I have seen them in stuff. Also, the sisters. Yeah, like like I remember in the Get Down, and mm-hmm. uh, I remember Angelica. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's well deserved because they're all incredible actors, mm-hmm. and they deserve the work. They got they're now in the Disney contract because a lot of them are doing work for Disney now, which that's like that's guaranteed money for years mm-hmm. i mean that's not all they do but they're, they're doing a lot of stuff and it is primarily probably because of hamilton Especially, i mean in the heights mm-hmm. also that was his first musical that he same thing he wrote the music lyrics mm-hmm. and like he starred in it that also won the tony for best musical so nice. both musicals that he has done have are very critically acclaimed and Mm -hmm. they have won a lot of awards and it's not an accident that Lin-Manuel Miranda has as much work as he does Mm -hmm. like he's a very hard working individual and he's a he's a genius lyricist Mm -hmm. like the lyrics that he can come up with Mm -hmm. like referencing hip-hop history Mm -hmm. um as well as you know uh progressing the story yeah that's that's a gift. And no, I think and it's also very... especially he has a really great talent of, of lyrics and song, and he can perform pretty well. Like as like I mentioned before, I I think that maybe that's the way that he constructed the musical that every actor had their moments, because you know, I haven't I haven't seen a lot of Broadway shows, but you know that there's some Broadway shows or even in movies that the main actor uh, it makes you feel that nobody else exists, only the main actor. And I think that maybe that's the way that Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote it, to everybody had their moment, not only him. Yeah, no, he's very collaborative with, mm-hmm. like, these people. A lot of these people, like Anthony Ramos and Christopher Jackson, I'm going to keep repeating these names so till you, uh, the audience, know, know who they are. Or and me them. also, <laughs> because I don't know yeah. them. Um, but they they were in, in the Heights. They've they've known each other for years. Uh, Lackamore, Alex Lackamore, mm-hmm. that's his um, uh, co-writer for the mm-hmm. music. Nice. Who's also he he comes up with like the melodies and all that stuff, which are of course very catchy. And yeah, no, it's good. If you if you hear barking somehow, that's my dog. She <laughs> she barks at everything. I apologize. And if you haven't so. turned if you haven't turned off the podcast now, then <laughs> congratulations! Thank you so much. Yeah, for and also the if you turn one it person off, that's listening, thank you to our random fan in Russia or China or Africa, or what? maybe Canada. Who knows? Maybe Canada. It could be Canada. Blame yeah, Canada. but yeah, but one of also one of my other favorite lines that the king says. I will keep your friends and your family to remind you of my love. Da di da di da. And I'm like, that was a really I, I good love, line. I, I love that. You know, there's all these lines you can pick from. You know, yes. like who lives, who te- who dies, who tells your story. Mm-hmm. Not throwing away my shot. Yes. Um, I'm willing to wait for it. You just go to. I'm gonna kill your friends and family, <laughs> just to remind you of my love. It's mm-hmm. it's funny. 
I, I just, or like that, you're that's, never gonna be president. It. Like there's so many fucking good lines. Now. And yeah, the there's, last there's one, one. Uh, because I was in the dark and I was seeing it kind of like in theater. I had all of my all of my windows shut and I even put out like a fucking uh, sheet like to cover it. And I was like, you can see my scrabbles are like so bad because I was writing in the dark. But one of the last lines, if I'm if I'm not fortunate, your plan seats. Oh fuck! It's something you like plant to... seeds in the garden. You don't get to see. I wrote some notes at the beginning, America, or I wrote some notes at the beginning of a song. Someone will sing for me, America. You great unfinished symphony. You sent for me. Boom. Yeah. And you're never gonna. To, you never got to see your legacy. My legacy. That's kind of like the whole thing that we just said. That's oh, one of mean, my uh, legacy. What is a legacy? Yeah. You know, that's that's the beginning of that quote. That's mm -hmm. um. That's the soliloquy that Alexander Hamilton gives mm -hmm. when uh, he's about to get shot by Aaron Burr, sir. Yeah, that was a really good scene. The way that it pauses and then you're seeing like Burr is almost about to do it and then he says the thing that we just mentioned about legacy and like I think that I mentioned before, I really like the, the drama between Eliza and Hamilton when the kid died but before that scene, I also like a scene that we haven't mentioned yet the struggle between Hamilton and the other lady that I'm forgetting her name. And the affair. Um, you mean, you mean, oh, uh, Mariah Reynolds. Yeah. Yes. yes. Say no to this like... is a, say no to this slaps. Mm -hmm. It's such a catchy song. Oh, I have a question for you because you have seen the show more than I am. And that was a thing that I was a little confused. That uh -huh. my perspective, I thought that Angelica always wanted to be with Alexander. But she did. she did. She did. But in the second act, they allude that maybe they already had a thing. So this is yeah, my question. Yeah, no, that that's actually that's um that's deliberate. A lot of the stuff is very uh -huh. much open to interpretation. These are uh -huh. not actually historical facts. This is just for the show. These are these are fictional uh -huh. characters. Thomas Jefferson did not act like that and also he was not a black man so like everybody in the cast with the exception of uh jonathan groff mm -hmm. is played by a person of color yes. which that's great for you know representation and all that mm -hmm. stuff which you know yeah that's a that's a big thing when the majority 99 percent of your cast is um mm -hmm. latino black or mm -hmm. uh asian in this yeah. case, because um, Eliza Schuyler, she's she's part Asian, I think. I think mm -hmm. she's part Chinese. Yeah, but, I mean, you you forget about that. It doesn't matter. The, it doesn't the think, idea I, behind that. I don't is, care is, about that. Also, like that's pretty cool. Like that's that. Like I said about the the thing you just answered me about interpretation, because that was my one of my only questions about the whole musical. And I'm like, did Hamilton have sex with Eliza, Angelica, and the other girl? That was my only question to during the whole thing. Yeah, they loved him. Mm. I mean, it, literally in the opening number, it goes through a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, it goes, literally just breezes through his, like the most traumatic parts of his life. You know, with yeah. the cousin dying, his mother dying. Mm -hmm. he, he had to like scrap or collect scraps so he mm -hmm. could go from the Caribbean to uh, mm -hmm. America, which was still yes. not a official country. It was a colony under Britain. Mm. Um, 
yeah. Also, like, um, what I was going to say before, um, is it's America then played by America now. That's that's what Miranda says. Mm, that's a nice quote. That's a really I mean, that, that that's that's the thinking behind that. That's that's what I mean by genius. He thinks about these things. Mm-hmm. This took him like in the heights was released in 2010 this took him mm-hmm. five years to write yeah cool like or at least four years mm-hmm. it, it took it took years mm-hmm. to come up with this stuff and the fact that it's gotten the acclaim that it has is um is a testament to his fame mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just gonna be referencing the musical no 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 <laughs> you're doing <laughs> That's the thing, you're showing that you have more knowledge about uh, Hamilton than me. And also, it's my first time seeing the musical. Sorry, people. Sorry, commenters, people. Sorry, it's my first time. If, if there's anybody, please yeah. just just know that we appreciate you, even if you say a negative thing, which is probably not going to happen, but you never know. Yeah, and also, like you said, I think trying to learn it, uh, David Dix, I really love his outfit for Jefferson. Like the, the his outfit is kind of like a wine, kind of like light red with purple. I want that fucking our, outfit. Our, our friend Morgan would probably wear that, but then he'd be like, "Oh, don't do that. That's just silly. <laughs> That's just silly." It's silly, and also so, I apologize. I'm, I'm sorry, Morgan. No, you, also you, I don't mm-hmm. have that deep, sexy British voice. Uh, I can still feel. I can still feel it pretty sexy. And also, Jonathan Groff, even he only appeared three times in the show, my only nitpick, he needed to be more, because I fucking love well, his he was also in Well, he was also um, watching the Adams administration, when, oh. and uh, he's also in the Reynolds pamphlet, because he, he, uh, he throws a pamphlet at the end, mm. you know, well, when, when all the paper is, like, falling down. Mm-hmm. A lot of symbolism. Oh. But yeah, overall, um, just thoughts on the show. I, I know this yeah. is just rambling. Yeah, it's rambling. It's, we're, think, we're not professional. I, I, think, I think I think it's um, I, I think it it fits because Alexander Hamilton rambled a lot. Mm. Oh, he talks my- for six hours. The convention is listless. Bright young man. Yo, who the f is this? Like the rap battle between him and Jefferson. One of the first times that they battle, like. I think it was between Congress, like that that whole scene. That was a really nice scene. And the uh, yes, the uh, the cabinet meetings. Oh, cabinet um, meetings! Sorry, ter- there was turned Congress. out to be rap battles between Thomas Jefferson and Alexander Hamilton, yes. who were nearly opposed on everything. Mm-hmm. That's also in history. They they were from different parties. Um, Alexander Hamilton was a Federalist, and mm-hmm. Thomas Jefferson was a Democratic Republican, which is hilarious to think of now just because of, you know, Democrats uh, yeah. and Republicans, how different they are. Like Jonathan Cross says, la da da dee da not trying to bring a fucking right now. Da 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 Oh fucking world is burning right now. Sorry oh, for the Christoph. Funny oh, enough, Christoph. there is a song called Burn and it's also makes you like that's where Eliza shines. Yes. I think that's her best song because she is just so raw with emotion. She's betrayed after the affair. She literally burns a piece of paper. Apparently, the smell in the theater is burnt parchment, mm. which really mm. enhances the mood. So that's that theater experience. Mm. 
Do you think uh, if yeah. the virus would have never happened? Do you, how many times do you think that you will have seen the show on the big screen? Oh, definitely more than three times. Nice. I like three times, three times at least. I would, I would first, I would somehow go to Orlando and visit my friend that I was talking about because uh -huh. he introduced me to Hamilton and um, I would, I would go see it with him um, nice. somehow. I would, that, that, that's another thing. After, after this whole mess is over, if it's ever over, I'm going to take a vacation to Orlando. Just, just a vacation. I, oh, I think we're all going to take a vacation, honestly. <laughs> yeah, when you, everybody needs to take a vacation. Yeah, but like I said, I will give the show a 9 out of 10. Like, um, it only needed more Jonathan Groff. If that, that moment that I say in the, by the intermission, those 10 minutes around the intermission, they were a little slow. And I would not deny it. I took a nap and I re I rewind. Uh, I was gonna say the taping. I rewind the Disney Plus just to go back when I fell asleep. But as I said, I really like the show. I will see it at least two more times just to learn a little more about the lyrics and download the album. Yeah, um, it's one of my favorite musicals of all time. You've heard me ramble enough about it. Mm -hmm. uh, ten out of ten. Just. Mm -hmm. You've probably seen it by now. I know a lot of people that have seen it by now mm -hmm. multiple times. And also, it, I mean, it's nearly a three-hour show, so mm -hmm. you've got to make some time, but it is well worth your time. Mm -hmm. I oh. guarantee that. And you can Do not throw it. away your shot. It's a really good show. It's not my favorite musical of all time. That would be Grease. At Grease is the word as you were. It's got Grease is one of my favorite meaning. musicals. That's a fucking, I, oh, we're going to do an episode on Greece. It's going to last like seven hours because I fucking well, love that musical. As long as it's not Greece too. I know there, there are some people that like Greece too. I only have uh, seen like 20 minutes of that movie. Not my cup of tea. <laughs> well, now we're going to move on to the other movie that was going to be the subject of this pilot that was going to be The Jerk. Directed by, remind me again of the director again, please. Carl Reiner. Do Carl Reiner, research. thank you. I know the actor, but I never knew his name. But he's a he's, director. And also he's a director. He did this movie, The Jerk, with Steve Martin. That it was a little weird, the, the way that the movie begins. Yeah, here, here's the thing. Um <laughs> I love Steve Martin. This is the movie that put him on the map. Like this is when he was at mm -hmm. SNL and he was doing the wild and crazy guys thing. Uh -huh. I didn't know what to expect. There were some jokes that I thought were awesome. Like mm -hmm. when he's like, I grew up a poor black boy. I, was, I just went, oh my God. <laughs> it gave me a good chuckle. But um, my biggest problem with the jerk is that I didn't know if... Um, I think his name was Naven. Yeah, that was um, his Steve, character Steve, name. Yeah, Steve Martin's character. I didn't know if he was like, um, how should I put this delicately? Um, that's special. why it's hard to this. That's the thing. That I don't know if he's like intentionally up. like if if he is just naive to a point where it's um, maybe that's in the like, name. That's why like, it's not he's like naive. Naven. 
just scramble the word, the letters. Maybe it's yeah, not it's, not, it's not it's not Prince Naveen. That'd be that'd be a different movie entirely. Yeah, that would be a th- different one. Um, <laughs> no, I I just didn't know whether he was like you know intentionally meant to be. Um, I, I don't mean this as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Slow. Yeah, the but, movie was um, pretty slow. I, I, the I movie like, was slow also. There was, some, there was some great like visual gags, but then other stuff that did not fit the movie at all. It's a lot like Pee Wee, mm-hmm. but Pee Wee was already insane. If you knew Pee Wee's Playhouse, you knew that show was on drugs. That show it is drugs. I have never seen that know, movie. Not even the show. No, I have never seen Pee Wee. Ooh, you're missing out. It's one of Tim Burton's finest. It's one oh. of my Tim Burton's first film, honestly. I like think first so. big feature film. And I'm a big Tim Burton fan, so that's I think one of those movies that I haven't seen yet. Yeah, but there's a there's a lot of like quick dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um because Carl Reiner also wrote the script, I believe. Oh. Uh fact check me if I'm wrong. But okay, um, let me check. Um, his son Rob also is a very accomplished director. You know Rob Reiner from Princess Bride, mm-hmm. When Harry Met Sally, stuff like that, or Elijah Woods North, mm-hmm. um, which absolutely everybody loves and has heard about. You no, know, Carl Reiner was up there no, with Mel the Brooks. screenplay was written by Steve Martin and Carl Gottlieb. Okay, but and Michael is, um, Carl Reiner did direct it. Yes. He's actually in the movie at yes. one point as himself. I thought that was great. Um, I, but yeah, Carl Reiner was up there in the comedic legends like Mel Brooks, Dick Van Dyke, all those guys, Bob Newhart, mm-hmm. you know, up there with those guys. And he lived a pretty long life. He was 98 years old. He just passed away recently. I thought, I've never seen The Jerk. Mm-hmm. I might as well give it a try. And I did, and I can definitely say it was different. I don't know if I liked it, but yeah, I that can was say... gonna... mm-hmm. that was the thing that I was gonna say because honestly, I'm a big Steve Martin fan. Like the Lonely Guy, Roxanne, Father of the Bride One and Two, Planes, Planes Trains, Trains, and Automobiles. Automobiles. Like there's some bringing down the house. Steve Martin and Queen Latifah. That's one of my favorite movies. I have a soft spot for the Cheaper by the Dozen remake. Yes, only Cheaper the first by the one. Dozen second, one and two. The, se- the second one with Eugene Levy, I do not like. But does it think him, like... and his, him and his thick ass eyebrows? <laughs> yeah, Eugene but... Levy, not Steve Martin. Yeah, but Steve Martin, like, uh, it was really weird. I'm sorry, there's another Steve Martin movie that I like that I'm forgetting the name that he's technically, like, he has the brain of his wife and he's trying to get. That bring to another movie. Oh yeah, movie. um, it's, it's not the title of the movie, but uh, I thought of another one, Father of the Bride. That yeah, remake. I just mentioned Father of the Bride one and two. That was my first introduction to Steve Martin when I was little. Yeah, I always found it weird that he. I didn't know that his hair was prematurely gray. I just always thought that he had like gray and white hair. I thought that but, he yeah, painted I mean, his hair. I thought that he painted his hair for every role. No, it was just premature. Um, his hair um, grayed prematurely. No. And um, he's also one of the world's most accomplished banjo players. If you've ever heard Steve Martin play the banjo, it's a treat. 
I think he he's, did it in one of the amazing. Netflix specials with Martin Short. I think I saw one recently, like a year ago. Yeah, no, he always plays the banjo. Mm -hmm. Just if you've never seen, there, he had a banjo battle with uh, Kermit the Frog. It was yeah. hilarious. I just decided to do the jerk for this because mm -hmm. I thought we might as well pay tribute to Carl Reiner, and a legend deserves to be mentioned. The first ten minutes of the movie, and I'm like, what is this? But yeah, that was one of my main criticisms about the movie. Is he an actual idiot? Is he special? Or is he doing it on purpose? I can actually see where like stuff like Elf comes from. You know, mm -hmm. like how Buddy is, is very just, he's just this super enthusiastic guy, but mm -hmm. he just doesn't know any better. And I'm pretty sure that's what Steve Martin was doing which it was weird for me because Steve Martin is usually like a very level-headed mm -hmm. often arrogant prick let's be yes. honest like in planes trains automobiles he's he's a bit of a jerk yes an, an actual jerk an actual and, one. Um, family was cool they had some they had some great uh R&B rhythm yes and uh, I love uh how far can you take me I can take you to the end of the fence <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> oh my god. Thanks for driving me. Stuff like that. There's a lot of jokes that are like that that I really liked. I mean, I guess it was just like my main problem was Naven. Just like I didn't know if he was special or not. And like not just his special purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like uh... that was that was messed up with the uh the motorbiking Nazi chick. Yeah, like the first joke that really made an impact for me is the way that's that's when I finally understand a little about the character that he's like, oh my god, my name is in the phone book. I made it. And I'm like, okay, that was a good joke. Like, uh, especially back then when you're, it was like, you already live in a new place. Then you keep getting your name on the phone book. It's like, oh my god, I'm already established in this city. And I think it was St. Louis. I was like, I can feel, especially for him, because he lives outside of that city, that he's like, oh, I already made it. Especially one of my other favorite jokes is when he's like celebrating the small ass room that he's going to live in the gas station. I was like, oh, I'm going to put out a portrait here and I can destroy this wall to make it a little bigger and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was like, and... Yeah, his, his enthusiasm is quite infectious, though. Mm -hmm. I, I'll, I'll still recommend The Jerk if you want to know how Steve Martin got mm -hmm. his start in movies mm -hmm. i mean obviously he'd been doing stand-up for years up until that point like snl he had hosted it like three four times he, he might have been in the first five-timer mm -hmm. yeah, uh, yeah i think he was like he also fine. take a shot every time you you hear but um or yeah yeah we're gonna do a lot oh no so i say a lot of cool yeah cool cool, cool. yeah i like the shooter bit the random shooter that he chose, chose from the phone book and he got to kill Naveen. I really like that. Especially because that's kind of like 10 years before the Terminator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that did remind me of the Terminator quite a bit. And this is one of my questions. Did, did Naveen got molested by the Nazi chick at the circus? Um, Probably is my <laughs> answer to that. Um, they're it's nothing shown explicitly, but mm -hmm. it's just heavily implied. Yeah, that's why I put it. I was like, 
did he get molested by Patty? Question mark. I was like, or like the way that he says sex slash uh, equals special purpose equals penis. <laughs> I like that the shooter also respects the carnival parking and he doesn't go to pursue Steve Martin in that carnival only parking zone. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Yeah, that was a really good joke. Uh, Carl Reiner's cameo at the end. Like, I also like the way that he got rich because of those things about the glasses. That thing that holds your glasses. But at the end, everybody was, even Carl Reiner was suing every single person and he needed to pay $1.09 to well, it's, 9 it's million because, people. Um, everybody, everybody got cross-eyed. Yeah, everybody got cross-eyed. Uh, <laughs> that was great. Uh, I, I really liked that. I was like, I, this is the weirdest issue for me. I wouldn't recommend it because for me, I'm pretty in the middle with the movie. There was a lot of jokes that I didn't like. And my, like I mentioned before, my doubt about Steve Martin's purpose of the character, his motivation, it's really weird. It made me dislike Steve Martin a little. And I'm like, thank God that I didn't saw this movie when I was little because I would have never seen all the other Steve Martin movies. He's a jerk. And, and title of the movie. Yeah. And so I will give him maybe, I'm still going to give him a, a passing grade just because of also the church scene when he pulls out that church and he gets dragged by those Latino Latino people in the gas station. I really like the that bit. The, the stereotypical Latino. Yeah, the stereotypical Latino characters. It was the 70s, we know. Yeah, but I would give it like a 6 out of 10. I would not recommend it, but it's a, it's an okay movie. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. I'd still mm-hmm. check it out. Like I'd rent it. I wouldn't really buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it might be controversial. I, I I don't know, but um, this is just my thoughts. Um, yeah, no, Steve Martin is a comedic genius. Carl Reiner did a great mm-hmm. job directing it. There's a lot of positives in this movie more positives for me than negatives mm-hmm. and um yeah i don't i do not regret watching the jerk mm-hmm. so we got anything else buddy yeah like i said i'm pretty in the middle like also we can uh do you still have time or we can continue a little more or do you need to head out um you go like maybe another 20 more minutes okay or maybe 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 more ten minutes. I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah, we can like uh, just talk a little, and then we can head out. Talking about recent news, do you think that we're ever gonna see Tenet? Yeah, probably. Christopher Nolan's gonna make it happen one way or another. He doesn't care if he gets his money back. That the Little Mermaid is already shooting again. But like some movies are already shooting again, like Jurassic World Three, The Little Mermaid. I'm still, I don't, I don't like the idea, even though I like Melissa McCarthy Batman. as Ursula. Oh, yeah. Robert Pattinson's the Batman. And also if it's because. Like the light, if it's like the lighthouse, then that's going to be mm-hmm. awesome. This is, yeah. It would be just so weird. Also, because we're recording <laughs> until now, we have to talk about it, especially because you're a big, a big supporter can you can you tell us how, your reaction to the Snyder Cut finally getting released next year on HBO Max? Oh hell yeah! No, I've been campaigning. If anybody that follows me on Twitter knows me, they know that I've been relentlessly tweeting about 
releasing the Snyder Cut. I'm a big supporter of it, which I know I don't I don't shame anybody if they don't if you don't like it or just don't care. That's that's fine as long as you're not like a jerk to me about you know, jerk. Um, Oh, like that George said, it's not going to change. It's still going to be a crappy movie, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, You can think whatever you want, but you don't shit on people that have been actively campaigning. That just proves that Zack Snyder has a very, very, very dedicated fan base. Mm-hmm. You mess with them, they will, they will fight back. I have seen it happen on many, many occasions. Mm-hmm. I stayed out of it, thankfully. But no, I am beyond excited. This is the first time this has ever been done, really, and really the purpose behind it is we could probably spend an hour talking about the Snyder cut. Cause that's something I'm also passionate about. No, and we're gonna, just, I'm, I'm really, in a future episode, we're going to really talk excited. about the, his DC movies. Yeah. Like yeah, to count I'm, before I'm, seeing it on HBO max. I'm so excited. So grateful to be living in a time where a justice league movie exists. Well, a live action justice league movie and um yeah just thank you zach snyder and all the snyder cut peeps mm-hmm. and that's all i got to say about that yeah and so like i'm checking the news not just like uh the halloween kills teaser i saw it, it was pretty good you saw it yes i did still i was not a big fan of that first one because i didn't did not like that neither Lori or, or Michael died at the end, but I'm still excited Dude, for Michael this never dies. Are you like, have you never watched Halloween? Michael never dies. He's the boogeyman. Yeah, but at least they will have killed at least Lori just to make it a little more interesting. I mean, that's, they did that with Halloween Resurrection. It did yeah, not but it's well. not canon anymore. The, yeah, the, the Halloween God, timeline not. is confusing as hell. There's five timelines. My God, that's I'm true. not joking. There's there are five timelines. Okay, just for fun, it's Halloween one and two, and they show that's one timeline, and then you have the Rob Zombie timeline, Halloween one and two of him. That's two timelines. Then all of Halloween from one through six before it's show, right? Because it's show made those sequels non-canon. Yeah, and so uh, you also forgot. And this After uh, this H2O, timeline, they added resurrection. Yes. So and also this timeline, only the original is canon. Yeah, you you're right. Yeah, yeah. These I'll, five timelines. Yeah, and it it's just original Halloween, Halloween twenty eighteen, and now Halloween kills, Halloween ends. To be yeah. fair, those are pretty pretty awesome titles. Yeah, they're really good titles. Also, like uh Recently, the things that I have been watching of the of the quarantine, you recommended me Tangled, the series, or Rapunzel's exciting, uh, what was it? Full Rapunzel's title? Tangled Adventure. That one. Why did I watch that? Because I'm a fan of Tangled. Yes. And I heard good things. And I think that anybody that's a fan of Tangled or morbid or mm-hmm. a little curious about it, I think they should recommend it or watch it. It's all on Disney+. Plus. And I would highly recommend it because, wow, uh, as a little advice, the show is a little slow, like in the first five, six episodes, but then it picks up so quick. 
the lore is amazing. The way that it extends so many stuff from the movie and things that were never mentioned in the movie that it connects to the movie so well, especially, and I'm gonna say what is the purpose of this character, Pasantari, damn, or like, or the twist in season three, damn, like, the whole show gets dramatic, the songs are amazing, especially a duet that happens in season three, but we, I cannot even mention the name of the character because that's a spoiler, but damn, that throne scene, damn, like there's so many great things about Tango, the series, it was amazing. I'm hoping that he says the same thing about Avatar The Last Airbender, which I got him to finally watch, and then we're gonna watch The Last Airbender, God help <laughs> us all. My boy, M. Night Shyamalan, the last movie that I haven't seen of him. God help us all. <laughs> Dude, you're hyping me up with, for the movie. Like, I, I want to know. Well, you got to finish the series first. Yes, I'm going to. That's the thing. One of my main purpose, not only because so many people have recommended me to watch the show. My other main purpose is because I want to see the movie. And yes, I'm a big M. Night Shyamalan show. Glass was fucking amazing. Sorry if we already lose so many listeners because I said that. We've probably been saying so much. Like, it, so many times it's just like stop talking about your fucking listeners or stop <laughs> apologizing jeez stop being so meta god we're meta what do you think that the fanboy character will judge about our podcast well first of all let me provide some context so i am known to do impersonations and mm-hmm. we decided to create some characters so uh i'm gonna create one right now uh it's called the fanboy yes it's a very particular person that uh, we have interacted with before mm-hmm. and uh, probably not going to listen to this, but even if they do. Um, what is his opinion about the podcast so far? Uh, it's a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> it, it's terrible. Remake The Last Jedi. Uh, the, you uh, fanboy, uh, I, are you criticizing so hard because we haven't talked about your Hail Satan. <laughs> about your Lord and Savior Marvel? Uh, you mean the MCU? Yes. Yes. Also, fanboy... By the way, I'm a big fan of the MCU as well. Just break the character real quick. <laughs> yeah. So, fanboy, what is your opinion about Angels of S.H.I.E.L.D. ending finally? Um, damn it. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. Or, um, it's still on? It's yeah. Still on. Yeah, I don't get why fanboy loves Angels of S.H.I.E.L.D. so much. I quit it, like, around season four. Um, but what if it sucks? Yeah, that's true. Also, fanboy, how is your horrible because of Corona? You haven't seen Black Widow yet. Uh, I'm gonna make a deal with Satan, and I'm gonna see it for everybody else. So uh, fuck you. Oh, so fanboy, just one last question: Is Satan Jared Leto? You'll never know. <laughs> Okay, bring back Billy. So that was that's gonna be the end of our podcast. We don't have a script, it's just a regular talk between two friends talking about movies, TV shows, and whatever. So thank you so much for listening. First, let's go to Billy and put out your socials. Okay, so you can find me on Twitter at bbusterbill. All the bees are capitalized. You can find me on Instagram at Billy's Batson's Lat let me let me redo that at Billy <laughs> Batson's Lightning. Um, 
those are the two accounts that I use mainly. I never use really my other accounts. Uh, my personal uh, account, my Facebook account, I, I mostly do that for, um, you know, just like family and friends. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Twitter, Happy Buster Bill, and Instagram at Billy Batson's Lightning. You can most likely find me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, just hit me up in DMs if you just want to talk. And if not, it's okay. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Stardust, and Letterbox at Raul Vader RDC. This is Raul Rodriguez, and see you next summer.